Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. 
Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hello again and welcome to episode 8 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. Uh, I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me... Uh, with me? Wizard! Wizard <laughs> me! <laughs> with me, as ever, I have... Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. James Ross. And who are you playing? I'm playing an awkward rogue, stab first, ask questions never. Called? Sasha Rackett, sorry. I told you she was awkward. <laughs> it's not autobiographical at all. <laughs> Zolf Smith, smelly cleric. <laughs> uh, Hamid, the halfling sorcerer. Uh, it's a Bertrand Bertie McGuffingham, uh, the nemesis of all tables. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And uh, last thing that happened is you guys had managed to basically head down into the sewers, having followed the bombers, we'll call them. You found yourself a chunk of simulacrum in a big basin of excrement. Uh, and uh, Zolf, in a, in a fit of foolhardy bravery, decided to fetch For another one. For a wisdom one. 18 character. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really well playing my stats there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, went for a quick swim. Uh, went through a longer swim than he anticipated. Ended up in a brief lake of... Yeah. And then got uh, hauled back up by everyone with the help of Hamid. So, last thing that happened is you guys dumped a lump of something... On the uh, side of the sewer. Yes. Last thing that happens is I want to be cleaned. The first thing I do is cast press digitation. I use it to clean Zolf. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> to clean myself. Yep. And to clean the strange device. Well, you, uh, you know, faff, we have another blizzard of hankies. That's got to be a spell. A blizzard of hankies. Blizzard of hankies. Blizzard of hankies. And nonetheless, you finish with your blizzard and expose the head of the simulacrum. Uh, it appears to have been torn from the neck. Uh, can I do a perception? Or are we all to do to see if it was re- if it would react? Try oh, right. and maybe uh, I mean, poke it in the eye. I'm I'm going to try talking to it before oh. anybody sees whether it's alive or not, because um, <laughs> I think that's the sort of thing that my character would do. Okay. And um, uh, hello, hello, metal person. Hello. No, I just I'll tap it on the head. Uh, knock knock. Anyone in? Anyone in, and then I'll, I'll open, try and open an eye. Uh-huh. And go, hello, hello. Um, the eye uh, looks like it's been shattered. Like the actual eye, it looks like it's made of glass or some kind of gem or something. I mean, you know, expert. But it certainly looks like it's cracked and has been punched or hit or something. It's it's basically imploded, the eye that you lift up. Oh, uh, right, well, uh, sorry about that. Close that one, open the other one. Hello. There's Hello. there's there's an eye there that's dull and and unmoving. Mm. I think the the most important question at this point is: Are there going to be any other pieces of it down in that big lake in the vault? I didn't notice any more, but to be honest, was I wasn't really paying big. attention. Do you think we can ascertain? I think that sounds more like something that say like if we took this to the city guard, they could drain the lake. 
because that's what I'm saying. You need a lot of people who are great to do that. Yes, delegating. I think it's the first task of leadership is learning when to delegate. Well, I actually think the bigger question is, why did they do that? Now, they obviously weren't trying to steal the simulacrum for being a simulacrum. So was there some kind of maybe magical engine? Or did they just want to destroy well, it? Well, it's full of precious materials. But, but why throw bits away? To travel more easily? I mean, we're going to struggle to carry these, aren't we? True. Do we need to keep following the trail? Remember, just around that corner, there was a... There was a massive Big door. door. Yeah. Mm. How about... Shall we... I can look in at the door. Probably scout, see what's we'll going on. Check it for traps. Remember that a manhole yep. was trapped. I'll, I'll do that. You probably knew that. Sorry. <laughs> That's nice. Do, do what you do. Do what you do. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll awkwardly go to the door. You uh, get to the end and you get to that, that door that looks like it's been yep. sheared or something. Checking it for traps. Give me a perception roll. That is nine. Hmm. Nine plus your perception off. Is six. Fifteen? Yeah. You see another tripwire, the door's Ooh. slightly ajar, and this tripwire is very, very narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it seems to be a similar setup as the first one. Well, we're all behind you at this point, along yeah. the corridor, and I'm carrying the head, presumably, because yeah. nobody else is in the I, one that you had last year. I okay. gesture to stay back silently, I'm assuming that you understand <laughs> the downward sort of... I'm carrying the head, I'm thinking I'm going to have a go at a bit of a ventriloquist's act. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put my clothes back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my undercrackers me and uh, my dolphin and that was all I was wearing, so... Bottle of beer, bottle of beer, blah, 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 blah. What, I say, what are you doing, Barry? Can any of you chaps get the head talking? No, we'll deal with that later. <laughs> I am going to disable device. Yeah, sure, give me the roll. So eight uh, plus seven, so... Uh, Fifteen. Again, yeah, you have a bit more trouble with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as before, same. It's ultimately it's the same mechanism, it's just a bit more fiddly because it's a much narrower space for you to reach and sort it. But yeah, you manage to hold the tripwire, snip the wire, reach in, and unfortunately you don't manage to sort of salvage the whole thing. Aww. You make a slight error, and basically it starts to... You, you hear a little t- as it's trying to ignite it, and you're like, oh, no! Um, you start you know plucking a couple of components out so it can't go off. Um, but you, you can't really usable. You, you can't, can't really I salvage it. I don't retrieve <laughs> my lovely second thunderstone and vial. No. Um, basically, the oil, the oil vial breaks as part of it. Is the way that you stop it going off in your face. As you break yeah. the oil, it dribbles on the floor. The thunderstone sort of sparks but doesn't go off, and then nothing happens. So you can't yeah. make a pair of incredibly dangerous earrings. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay. So uh, can I listen to the door? Uh-huh. And the door has what does the door have to say? <laughs> <laughs> the door is so um, sad. At this point, I assume you'll carry the the gauntlet, Zolf. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm happy carrying it in my backpack. Um, I'll sneak up to next to Sasha now that the trap's gone to help her just scout a bit. But obviously, again, letting her take the lead. Yep, sure. Listening. Um, would you rather take two perception roll? No, give me two perception rolls. Ooh, uh, 19 plus, uh, so 25. Yeah, much better than the 18. Um, both of you hear distant voices. You cannot make any words. You cannot make even the genders of the voices. They seem quite low, but you can't really make up much more than that. There's that much echoing and re-echoing and so on. Um, and the doorway, you haven't opened it. The door's still just ajar as it was. Um, it seems to lead to a metal staircase. Stay here. 
I think it might be better if we go just a little way ahead. Yeah, this down there's people and there is there's a clanging like it's made of metal. So uh, Bertie, yeah, I understand. Stays. We'll, we'll shout if you need. And if me. We need you. Yeah. Tap my leg. Not yeah. going to happen. Right. Um, but I will get my uh, trident out and just basically ready. Just yell if you need us and we'll come down. You do that um, brain walkie-talkie spell thing. It doesn't have a very long range, but I guess I can give it a go. I cast message. Okay. What's uh, the range on it? 110 feet. Okay. Who'd you cast it on? Uh, I'll cast it on both of them. It's a cantrip, so I can cast it as okay. many times as I like. Sure. Um, so currently Bertie and Zolf are connected now to you. I'll cast it on... As well. They don't connect to each other. It's no. basically you're holding a conference call, but you're the only one that can It's not like we've set up a chat room. It's yeah, just yeah. like. Okay, yeah. So, so we go down the stairs. I flow like a spilled bottle of extra virgin olive oil. It's extra, not as good. Extra virgin? Over, over, over the back of a silk oil. Over seal. the back of a silken seal. Yeah. We'll get there collectively. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you there in a sufficiently flowy fashion. The seal quivers in delight. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a massage. And the door's just jealous. Um, yeah. Stealth checks from both of us, I guess. I think that would be wise. Come on, dice. Uh, so the dice, the dice is with seven. you. 12 plus 19. Uh, 19. Uh, 18 plus uh, 6, 24. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Sash is flowing like an, an oil oily seal. seal. An oil seal. And, then, uh, and he's just a better oil seal. And then seal. Hamid's exactly the same, but quieter. Yeah. It's got to be galling. Um, but yeah, you guys are basically making your way down this metal staircase. It's it's quite old. And on the flip side of the door that you passed, you see that there is um, there's no bolts on this side. So it's very clear that it was meant to be locked from the upper level mm-hmm. against the lower level rather than the people in the stairway closing it from people coming in from where you have. So they were meant to keep people like us out originally? No. They were no. meant to stop people from coming up the stairs rather than people going down the stairs. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, sneaking down the stairs, you sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. A little bit of a more sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. There's a brief moment where you go quiet. Was there someone there? You hear voices. A little bit more sneaky. You get down um, till you're at the range of your um, message. And yeah. the voices are discernibly louder. You hear multiple. Uh, they don't seem to be hushed. And they, you can make out women's voices as well. But, um, yeah, it's as far as you can go without dropping out of range. Um, I'll just I'll just whisper through the message. We're going out of range, but we'll shout. Just stay stay uh, vigilant. We're ready. You go down a couple more staircases and come up against mm-hmm. um, a another door, like a, a lower level, and the staircase continues lower as well. Um, you can see the bottom, maybe another five floors down. It's a pretty deep stairwell. Yeah. Um, could, could this be a? I whisper. Could this be a path into? London. How deep do you have to go? Uh, I I don't know, but Sasha would. So yeah, um, Alex, yeah, this yeah. this um, it's certainly deep enough. I mean, ultimately, certain parts of other London would be coming up to almost like just below that sewer that you first entered, and mm-hmm. um, you're certainly deep enough to be um, drawing near to other London. Mm-hmm. Impossible to know whether like this is connecting into that, but just. Sort of how far you've come and your experience of it, yeah, certainly. To clarify, then, mm-hmm. with um, Upper London and Other London, mm-hmm. is Upper London effectively on stilts, or is is Other London completely underground? It's basically been subsumed, a bit like, for example, Ankh Morpork's Under City. Upper London's built on London. 
basically the, the, the London got built up over the top. Um, you know that there were the floods, which if anyone's interested in this stuff, I'm deliberately being a bit esoteric because it's all there on the website. Ah. If, you go into, uh, if you go into Rusty Quill Gaming and then across to um, Story World, I've got a bunch of things explaining the Story World in greater detail. But um, following the floods from the initial lightning rail experiments, mm -hmm. uh, Under London or Other London was uh, subsumed and it was just much easier to just effectively turn what was a, a second story into a, a basement and just build across the top, Right. start again, do it better. Fair enough. Cool. Um, that's certainly all that your character would know, no more. Yep, fine, fine. Uh, so what can we hear the voices? So, uh, so, so I would then answer in character, I'm guessing, saying it's entirely possible. Like, we, we, there's places it's n much less deep than this, but sure, okay. it might even go straight past other London to, like, maybe there's another London before that, and then another one before that. Well, <laughs> Is it London's all the way down? <laughs> you continue to go down or you're currently we're near listen, we're listening oh, right. on this, to a on floor this level. that's let's yeah. listen um, it certainly sounds like the voices are coming from this floor rather than a lower floor excellent and um, basically there's a corridor leading away from the stairwell that just takes an immediate left turn another 90 degree so you can't necessarily see a door but it, it's right. the noises seem to be coming from around the corner take a listen yeah, yeah. sure you make out a babble of multiple voices um, 10 Maybe twelve that you can hear discernibly, but not so not possible to pick out conversation because there's so um, many. You make out a very very faint conversation, and um, you occasionally catch the word bread and the word ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Look at all this ridiculous bread we have. <laughs> <laughs> what you get for setting up a clown bakery? <laughs> uh, Do you think we can? Well, um, it sounds have a like without being spotted. Uh, yeah, I mean you're small. Or like I'll will do it I'll I'll it's fine I'll do it I'll fine so I very in character that the world's most reluctant rogue okay so I uh, yeah I'll go pop my head around the corner and um, you see another door almost identical to the one that's at the top of the staircase the bolts have been sheared and the bolts were designed to be um, opened this time from inside the stairwell right rather than from outside the stairwell. Uh -huh. And the bolts have been sheared and it's slightly ajar. Okay. Is it, I mean, am I now hearing lots of clear conversation? There's, the voices are definitely coming from the other side of the door and there is what looks like firelight. Um, right. Sort of um, occasionally so glimmering on the wall. Can, I, can I now inside. hear what these people are talking about? Uh, you hear an equivalent to... Oh, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not paying that for bread. Well, you we can pay for it somewhere else. Or, you know, you could pay for it here. It's ridiculous! Who pays that for bread? I could eat a rat for that. Two, maybe. Do I recognise these voices? Um, you recognise the tone and the accent as right. other London, but these specifics, no. Okay, uh, so still not particularly sure if these guys are enemies, but it doesn't sound that much like it. Uh, but then why would we come down the corridor? Like, out of the thing? Okay, I just opened the door. Just brazenly? Um, this is very sneakily. I want to take a tiny peek through the crack. It explodes in your face! No, it, do it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, you open the door, and you're looking into a large industrial under complex, as it were. So lots of steel walkways up high. You're coming out onto a very high steel walkway, and mm -hmm. um, it's almost like someone drained the vault that Zolf landed in. 
It isn't um, actually designed for the holding of liquid or anything, but the scale, the kind of architecture, there are pipes that run in and then flow, but they flow past this. Mm -hmm. A lot of metal grill work, multiple levels, mm -hmm. and you appear to be above um, what looks like some kind of market that's been set up um, across the metal grilling and uh, just across the various levels of the complex. Okay. It's very familiar to you as... Um, it's one of the bazaars. There's a few. Um, it's it, you know that you you recognise it and you realise that you've never seen this door that you're looking in mm -hmm. through. Never seen that open before. To be honest, there's so many doors that are just locked and bolted that you don't really notice them eventually. Right. Okay. Is it like is it going to be a hugely obvious thing if I walk out of this? Like, am I visible to the entire market because I'm coming from such a high place? I'd say that if the market was looking up, yes, you are. Yeah. You are like you know 30 feet above all right. of the stall tops, stall tops and yeah. stuff, which also actually have awnings, right. as if they were going to be rained on, but it ain't rain that they're protecting themselves from. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, you you would be visible, but it's not like anyone's yeah. looking up there. You so know? Bringing Bertie is going to be difficult. Um, yeah, so I go back to you, to, um, to Hamid, and say, like, go back and send them a message. It's just, it's just a market. It's just like we can we can go in. We can ask people if they've seen anyone come past. It's like it's just normal people. Well, should we head back up and before us can work out what to do next? I mean, yeah. at this point the trail's probably gone cold, and maybe we just need to start asking around another London. And you want anyway. your sleep? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I mean, maybe when we get them, I bet there'll be like an inn or something we can get down there. I mean, it won't be what Bertie's used to or you. Well, let's go and talk to him. Right. We'll just head back up to the main... Okay, sure. Uh, we'll cut to Zolf and Bertie, mid-conversation. Go. So, <clears throat> the aroma, I would say, was probably... <laughs> <laughs> it had a certain piquancy that... Yeah, it, almost indescribable, really. Like, nothing... I've, I've, I've been in some pretty... Pretty grim bilges in my time, but uh, this was... Grim. Grimmer? Extraordinary. Grimmest. Gr not quite grimmest, but I say... Somewhere between Grimmer and Grimmest. One of my top three Grim Top three Grims. At which point, Hamid and uh, Sasha rock up. Um, so down, down that staircase, there's there's a doorway into a, a bazaar. Yeah, like it's one of the other London markets. It'll be, you know, it's just... It's quite crowded. If you give me a knowledge local, Sasha, I can see how much information you have on it. <laughs> Uh, oh, ten. I thought that was a two. Probably. Ten. Um, and what's your uh, modifier? Plus uh, seven. Seventeen. Ooh. Okay, yeah. So so I know stuff about local things. <laughs> local knowledge from local people. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that they fixed, I think, in Pathfinder was knowledge local refers universally. Mm. So if you were in Paris, mm. you would still have better knowledge local than everyone else because the idea is that you're good at just figuring it out. It's very much, I find myself in Budapest. I know how cities work. And then, you know, an hour later, you're in a hashish bar making all of the friends. It's in my case, annoying all of the people. All of the people. <laughs> For you, Budapest is barely a Buda nuisance. James! Hey. Oh, 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 that was great. Come on. Come on. Oh, that's your worst one for the day. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that enough for everybody. So, um, you know, it is a bazaar. It is a bazaar that specialises in um, food products. It's near enough to the sewage pipes that there is 
think of it as a hydroponics garden that's actually mm. been set up where a few enterprising folks have been using it as manure effectively mm. um, and there's a, um, a part connected to that which is for the cleaning of them to remove all of the trace sewage mm-hmm. blah 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 it's mostly for the buying of food it's also mostly for the buying of food sort of wholesale right. so people would be coming up here to buy like 13 cabbages to then take it to that inn and make cabbage soup for 40 people or whatever right. it's not so much a, oh well, I'd like to buy a cup of coffee here kind of deal I, d- I don't know like there's nowhere around there you could sell I don't think um, we're going to pick up that trail yeah. um, by following it we'll have to ask we've around we've got these we've got these big um, actually good point pieces. not really that keen to go into other London with something that's probably worth the a amount lot. that other London is I mean should we take these back to we should take these back to the side to Haringey and then we can try and pick up the trail tomorrow morning well After either sleep. that or if yeah. he pays us jobs are good job done job done this this uh, simulacrum looks pretty dead to me I That's what he think wanted. that was yeah. basically the fulfilment of most of the conditions well he might want us to find the people that did it as well then which then is he can still pay a concern yeah. Yeah. indeed we are after all Mercenaries, indeed. Right. So what's I, if you're not comfortable with this whole kind of uh, very comfortable, I'm extremely commerce, comfortable. You know, uh, focused. Then just, just not used to it is all. Right. Okay. I well, am that's intensely good, but... relaxed about being filthy, filthy rich. Yes. And uh, if, if anyone's got any concerns, don't worry. If we see people being mugged or anything like that, I'm not going to ask them to pay me before I help. Them. Oh, just you're for not? big for big. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we can assess the situation. I mean, I mean the other thing is, is it'd be quite nice to prepare before. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I was literally just on my way home. I, did, I didn't bring, you know, everything I would have needed with as, me. And then we were in a fight with some people. and then we were in road trip. Some Ooh. fight with other people. And then we came down to the sewers. And it'd be nice to you as know, have everything As someone who's gone for a swim in lots of poo, I can't agree more of uh, <laughs> going back and having about 15 baths. So. And we could, like, have a bed in a hotel, like one that's paid for and everything. We could rest using well, all I, of this money that we've just picked up I have that an, looks a lot like a head and an arm. The mercenary guild will gut us. I have an apartment in, in, in town. Wow. Fair enough. Well, uh, to Hammond's apartment! Hammond's, all back to Hammond's. Well, we'll have to go... Uh, go. Look, my accent went a bit weird there. <laughs> we'll have to go past the... Uh, the sergeant and uh, yeah, yes. deliver this deliver and see what, what he says and what he wants us to do next. Yes. So, so spell out your plan specifically to We go all the way back up yeah. to the surface, we go and see Sergeant Haringey. Is there does the does the uh, metal staircase keep going up further up than oh. out of the door that we came through so it may be straight to it, the it ground? It did level. head further up. That it will... didn't disappear into the distance, it only looked like it went up a few more levels. Oh, We're not up. that far down. I think we should so try we'll, that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Turn that route probably a, that's probably a good route back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but yes, our, our plan is 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 get out, find the sergeant, give him the head, hopefully collect our payment, see if he wants us to pay us to do anything more, uh, and then go to Hammers for parties and ablutions. Right. <laughs> End of campaign. Yes. <laughs> no, I I'm cut. not a dragon yet. <laughs> <laughs> cut to the four of us just sat in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll just sell this on the black market and retire to Sweden. The first time I've ever heard the phrase retire to Sweden is in a happy ending. I'm, I'm going to be honest, the way that uh, Pathfinder works, you could totally sell it and head off to Sweden. I can make that work. Yeah, that's fine, but... Uh, that sounds like less, less trouble than sticking I'm around an, in London. I'm an honest mercenary. Oh. <laughs> right, you so may not be, but so I've got the arm. We go. So you guys head We're back up, up there, the up the spiral staircase. Sure. Uh, I check for traps on the on the door. Mm-hmm. Where does it come out? 
So you head up, you head up the stairs, it takes a while, clang, 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 because Bertie's with them. And you make it to the level that you came out in originally, sorry. Then up a few more rounds of the staircase and you get to just a door. It is um, bolted and it appears to be bolted like the one that you came in through so that people from the stairwell can't get out. Ah, okay. You might be able lock to... Picking. Yeah. Um, so having a quick look, yeah, there is so a lock that you can pick. I have just basic thieves tools um, and my lock... So you're not taking any penalties, but you're not getting any bonuses. Nope. Disable device. That's, yeah, that's my debate. So for listeners, because this is the first time, disable devices for lockpicking. If you have um, these tools, you take no penalties. If you're doing it without these tools, you take like a minus three, I think, or minus four. Most rogues will go for a masterwork set as soon as possible because they're comparatively cheap and get you a, a just a plus three, which is why you know they're useful. That was 15. 15 total? Yep. Okay, 15 total. Um, it takes a, a decent amount of time. Um, just as Bertie's starting to get a bit grumbly and impatient, you finally manage to get this sort of (laughs) clank and then pull down the lever and you feel the bolts. And yeah, you can uh, pull the door open. Are there any biscuits in there? Are there any biscuits in there? There are no biscuits in there. It's a biscuit factory. Perception check for biscuits. Kidding. It appears to be a service tunnel that runs for at least 100 feet and just has a lot of pipes sort of in the walls and in the ceiling. It's just a long, straight service tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, this looks... Uh, what do we want? Down here or through the... There's a service tunnel. It's got to have an exit. Someone's got to get in, so... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you start hanging and out. it's not covered in poo, so that's uh, <laughs> a win in my book. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, make it down the corridor with, without any encounters with anything to do with the human digestive system. Yes. Um, and make it to another manhole cover. Um, ladders leading up to it. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a longer ladder. It's like a, a twenty-five foot ladder or so. Um, and there's a manhole cover at the top, uh, which is covered, and it looks like there's sort of light, dark, light, dark, same as the uh, right. one in the other direction. Who leads the way? Give me an order. Oh, okay. Sasha, yep. and then probably me. I flow like <laughs> yeah. Name something that, that flows uphill. Like water up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like like cheddar a... gratings. Yeah. Out of a grater. Like, uh, like a... Grated at speed. Yeah. Like a, a weasel boat. through a hamster city toy set. So, like, really cramped and with great no, difficulty. weasels are really small. Was that, was that some product play? Are they pay- a hamster city paying? Oh, God. I wish they were. <laughs> oh, like a stoat. They're the smaller ones, right? Yeah. Okay. So even smaller. Like, tiny. So you go up the ladder deadly. like a stoat. That's what I'm hearing. Right. Yeah. You get up to the manhole cover. And there doesn't seem to be anything attached to it, at least from this side. Yeah. And you try and lift it. Uh, Mind your head. Yeah. Give me a strength check. I can't do this, probably. Two. (laughs) I do not manage it. No. No. Not even a little bit. And on that failure, I think we're going to take a uh, brief break and be back here in a couple of minutes. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello there, I'm James. And I'm Alex. All the way from Rusty Quill Towers. Now, this August... That's August 2015. If you're listening in the future, then we're all dead and apes have taken over the earth! Ah, curse you apes! You are the source of most of my problems. Now, 
We're both doing shows at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, and we'd love you, specifically you, to come along. My show is a stand-up show. It's called James Ross Lepidoptera. It's on from the 8th until the 29th of August, except on Wednesdays, at 4.45 at Globe Bar on Nidri Street. Um, Now, it will be literally the best thing you've ever seen if you've had a very narrow life and an extremely limited field of experiences. And I'm directing a sketch comedy show with a group called Casual Violence. The show's called Om Nom Nom Nominus, and it's on at the Pleasance upstairs at 11.15pm from the 20th to the 23rd. If you like those nightmares where you run screaming from a monster only to realise it was actually just trying to invite you to a show but you didn't realise so you instead stayed home alone and watched reruns of Magic Roundabout whilst crying, then this is the show for you. It is the show for me. Yeah. So we hope to see you there and we hope we don't disappoint you too much if it's the first time you've met us. I am not going to disappoint you. I'm really impressive. You're a joy. Anyway, (laughs) with that, let's get back to the show. Let's do that thing. And welcome back. So, uh, yeah, you've successfully failed at uh, lifting a man. Stand aside, young lady. Uh, Bertie. Clang, 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 clang. How long's the ladder? (laughs) It was about 25, 30. Clang, 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 clang. There's a montage. Bertie. (laughs) Montage concluded. I'm at the top of the ladder. Make sure you don't get your head knocked off by a cart. (laughs) Very well. I'd recommend taking 10. Okay. You eventually managed to... Yeah. Um, it's it's clearly night. Um, not like two AM or anything. It's coming up to. I mean, you're not you're no survival expert. The street lamps are on. There you go, Bertie. <laughs> it's right. night and the lights are on. And <laughs> um, there's not much traffic. You're coming up right in the middle of a street. It's an upmarket area. You're you're not too far from Edison's, to be honest. Um, you're only like uh, maybe a block away, something like that. So Good where's point. this like fancy fancy apartment that was gonna be all like? We're finding wine the side of and... so yes. oh. Right, uh, so presumably you're heading to Central, I'm guessing. City of London, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zolf knows his way there. Okay. Um, yeah, you head through. Um, you head out of the upmarket, back into if you remember where Zolf was doing his interviews, kind of a bit more merchanty. And there's a large official-looking building, some faux columns out front. Um, uh, central precinct um, and it has like a badge and an emblem which is uh, oh I think it's a rose and a baton crossed um, and yeah he- heading up there's like a, a wooden counter with someone behind the desk you know behind some glass can I help you? Uh, we're here to see Sergeant Alan Gay alright um, name? Zolf Smith and? oh sorry uh, Sir Bertrand McGuffingham and guest holds up the head does a little ventriloquism hello yeah. I'm a metal person. Yeah, the guy behind the counter clearly is, is aware of what's uh, happened today. Bottle of beer. Bottle of beer. Right, That's yes. why we're here to uh, see him. Oh, all right, uh, I'll be back in a second. In your own time, done in a ventriloquist voice with the metal So he goes and he, um, he heads back and in a couple of minutes uh, out from down the corridor steps uh, Haringey. So, that was fast. Well, any, any news, anything like that? Bertie, show him your trick. We just flew in from <laughs> other London and boy are our arms tired through ventriloquism, through the big metal head. <laughs> Why not give him a wave? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are way too whimsical. <laughs> My office, now. All right. Very uh, well, on we go. Again, <laughs> ventriloquism all the way through. Right, you um, you basically you head down, you head into it's it's a small-ish office. Um, he's clearly he's clearly high up enough, but by no means is he running the precinct. 
higher up than he used to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, you see huge mounds of paperwork on his desk, and a significant portion of it looks like it's been done in a hurry and probably relates to what's today. There's a bookcase on the side which covers some sort of legal documentation, things like that. There's two chairs, people on the other side of the desk, and there's a coat rack which has got basically his helmet and his, his steel cuirass um, attached to it. And there's a window behind him that looks out onto the street, and a gas lamp on his desk and the gas lamp in the ceiling, both of which are, uh, you know, a sensible level. Um, it's it's modest, but by no means is it is it ramshackle. I'm going to put the head on top of one of the piles of papers like it's a massive paperweight. Half of the papers slide immediately onto the floor. He doesn't really seem to care, to be honest. Um, Whoops. He sits down. <laughs> right. And the rest of it? <clears throat> Couldn't locate it. We tracked them into the sewers found these two pieces discarded just down the drain. Um, down and the drain? Yeah. I had to swim in and get it, so thank you. You're welcome. And then... Uh, it was a good team, team effort. effort. Good team. 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 I, I put my hand out for the, the sort of the team American football bonding thing. I try and react in the wrong way, like go for it as if a shaken hand. <laughs> move around. Awesome. Um, uh, we can give you a possible team. location team. for more pieces. Mean, we we won't have to go back to home whether shaken. they were there. Papers. Because, <laughs> because um, well, it was a rather large uh, vault filled mostly with water and excrement. Um, it might take a team to drain it to discover whether the rest is there. So basically, they've destroyed it. As far as we can tell, we just we recovered these two pieces. I at this point, Bertie shakes the big head and turns it up on my own. Says, "All signs point to yes." As, as you're saying that, like a bit more of the sewage drops out onto <laughs> onto Haringey's floor, uh, just from the inside, just a little bit of a deposit. Uh, do me a favour. Uh, how, how many does it close the door? I do so. Good. She picks it up, looks at it. This is bad news. Don't want it. You're saying it's at the bottom of some big old vat of... We can't confirm that. We followed the trail to a bazaar in other London. At that well, point, we don't he, know. he reacts to that. We, we don't know, though, because like, 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 they could have gone up. Uh, the people that we, we went were following. We went up, what, to the service hatch? Yeah, they could and have gone up. back into Upper London. Yeah, they could have gone back into Upper London out the street. But, from that branding, the way they were dressed, they were from Upper London. Why, where else would you go and Why do you it? assume it's Upper London people? It could have been people from above London right, who just right, picked right. up some tricks. As, as, as fun as this is, where where would the if they had gone up, where where would the service hatch have come out? It was just a, like a block away from that Edison place. Block away? Makes yeah. no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. They'd be seen. I'm going, to, I'm going to be honest. I've had the second that this happened. I've had most of the officers that I have run in the area. I mean, I just, I think there are, there were other doors coming out of that, that, um, you know, out, out, out of the staircase at different levels, or maybe they put it. It was maybe it all went into the. It seems, there was the other manhole, right? The other manhole seemed, out the other direction. It seemed most likely that. I think it's that unlikely. Can yeah. I just, if you don't mind, do you want to just? Can, can you step outside with me, please? Please. As your employer. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Give us a moment. Open uh, the door. Yeah, you'll head out. We'll follow you, and then we'll cut back into the office. What is this about? Well, Why I, are you so? I just don't think that there's also, any necessary need for us to go down there. It doesn't seem like right. there's enough evidence. Just because you're scared of other London, because of whatever's gone on, don't, right, jeopardise our reputation. Do you know what you just told her, what? Kim? There were loads of other avenues that we could have explored and we didn't. All right, do you know how much that looks? He's paying us. 
Just because well, you're scared to go back there, you're supposed to be a mercenary. If they came out of that door, they would have had to carry, like, probably most of the, like, the thing. What is your problem with going back to other London? It's just not a good place. It's our job to go to not good places. There's not good places and there's not good places, you know? Some... I'm assuming... By the way we met, you have some sort of history with people in other London. As part of the team, we will protect you from those people. Like, as a team, we'll work as a team, keep each other safe. But we have to be able to do our job, or, or we can't do our job. Now, I, I said we will try and find somewhere outside of the city, but we have to do the job at hand first. Then we'll move from the city. Deal? My face coils up like an angry teenager's. <laughs> <laughs> and I nod as if there was a sour sweet stuffed into both of my cheeks. Look, I'll buy you a drink as well. Right. Right. Fine. Go back in. Haringey, meanwhile, has, um, in, the, in the meantime, cleared his desk. He's, he's literally just swept all of the stuff onto the floor with distaste, put the simulacrum on sort of a side coffee table thing, and it's been spreading out um, a map of the area which has a couple of things for sewers. It doesn't go as deep as you guys had. It just has that top layer, and then it doesn't get as far as the yeah. staircase. And you guys have... Like, effectively, he's pointing at the staircase, yeah. and he just says staircase, and he's going, so here. Yeah, well, I'll I'll walk him through everything that happened to us. Like, yeah. be, like and so, so so the two, the two, you know, it's very possible they dismantled it and chucked it all down there, but we can't be certain. Mm. So if, if there's possible to get people who can check into that, into the big lake and see if there are other bits at the bottom, that would Troy. be good. Um, obviously, we didn't know if you wanted us to try and track these people beyond just the device, but we felt no, that fair. this was enough that, to bring back to you to at least confirm that it's... Uh, it's, it's a dangerous no, thing to be no carrying longer, around. You know, no we wanted to get it to no, you. No, it's, it's fair. You. you did right. Good job. I have enough officers for up here. What I don't have is any officers to go down. I don't. As it is, I'm I'm looking at about 15 other people who are all trying to take command and none of them actually know what they're doing. I can cover up here. What I can't do is I can't send people down there. It's as simple as that. You've done a good job so far. You've done better than I thought, to be honest. It's, I figured it'd take you a while to at least find the stuff. The fact that you brought it back in pieces is only making me happier. Seems like you deserve to be paid. Then maybe we can discuss uh, maybe further in this investigation. Everyone all right with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that we we did think of some other leads that could be pursued. I mean, they've clearly this outfit has clearly equipped themselves quite well, and you know if we can track down any merchants that they bought these these devices from as well. He just turns to Sasha and gives a, a calculating look. Hypothetically, would you happen to know someone who would happen to know other London well enough to maybe show these guys around and effectively where they could buy some things like that? Yes. Good. Reaches down into his desk, uh, pulls open a drawer. You see him uh, pluck out a key from under his neck, open a strong box, plucks out what looks like a heavy bag. My, my, Hello, the, the, it looks like the sour sweets <laughs> have been extracted. Do they flow away? They, like? they, 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 they flow into non-existence and are replaced by lovely marshmallows. Bertie and the money's eyes lock. <laughs> <laughs> I will grab the bag and stick it in my, my bag. Yeah. Well, so for your, uh, your two friends here, they've done a fairly decent job explaining how much trouble it was. You'll find 400 in there. That'll cover expenses as well. I expect that to cover the expenses for the beginning of the next investigation. Yep. There'll be more where that comes, at least that much, if you can return to me and get me who they are, something like that. 
Excellent. Do you? I want people, not names. If you have to drag a body in here, I want people, not names. Uh, like as well. Um, we was we was wondering um if there was like any more information about you know the hey, the Tin me. Man because like <laughs> so Hamid said earlier that what if there was like an engine in it that they was after and they don't care about these bits despite all the gold and everything like what do we do, do is there like any clues I'm gonna, there? I'm gonna be honest I shouldn't be sending anyone to Harvard London at all as it is this payment I'm gonna have to be disappearing under some kind of pension fund which I'm not okay with by the way on top of that I have the fact that this thing Maybe, maybe in pieces. Maybe it's just missing an arm and a head. I don't know if that thing can run without them. Who knows? But I currently have... It does a... seem very unlikely, Sergeant. I, would, I, I would, wouldn't worry too much about it. No, you wouldn't. I would. My job. What I'm looking at is the fact that if, if not the machine itself, then the people who know where parts of it are are currently in other London. Well, we don't know that. We're just Fair. assuming... But they're out there, and my point is, is that people can be taking this thing apart right now. I don't know what it runs on. It could run on bottle fireballs. I don't know. Yeah. My point is, I don't want that out in the city or other London or anywhere else. And if I'm frank, if anyone was going to weaponize something that was left, it's going to be other London. It's not a criticism of the people that's down there, right. but we all know who ends up down there because of the way the city works. Yeah. That's fine. We will... Um... If you find any pieces, I need them back here, under lock and key. If you find plans, bring them back here. If you find out that someone's been making more of these things, oh. if you can, destroy them all. If you can't, you bring the info back to me and I will find someone who can. I do not want these things in my city. Thank you, Sergeant. We'll, we'll get on yep. it. We'll prep and we'll... Uh... Yep. Set out in the in the morning. We'll get something to you as soon yeah, as we get can. Get some rest. You're like handsome. I I look like handsome. Yeah, that. I yeah. look like black paint <laughs> on the wall, slightly smeared. <laughs> well, don't let me keep you. He just opens a folder and begins. He's not sure whether it's a power play or whether he's actually doing some paperwork. But he opens a folder and begins <laughs> marking it down. It's right. upside down, sir. Your rooms. <laughs> yes. Well, let, let's he- let's head there. Excellent. Fair enough. Right. And we can divvy up the uh, the takings. Hooray. Um, so I, I think the other thing is is do we need anything to do we need anything to prepare if we're gonna venture down into other London? I I, I certainly understand that some healing potions are often useful. Well most of the shops are closed, so uh, uh, well we can get these tomorrow morning. Oh, we go actually down there. I should spell out and uh, there was a clock at the precinct out at the front desk. It's about it's coming on to midnight. It's like eleven fifteen or something like that. So it's still early then. Yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll uh, bed down for the night, rest up, uh, well, there's, in the morning. There's a guest bed and there's the sofa, but that's only really enough for three. Um, that's fine, I'll be on the floor. Well, of course, I'll have yours, and that's fine. It's very generous of you to offer, Hamid. Thank you so much. You, you won't fit, Bertie. Oh, that's the point. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of him not even bothering to take his arm off. There's just like snow, swallowed snow white a bed that's big enough for a small dog. <laughs> the, the guest bed is big enough for a human, but I'm afraid that the master bedroom is not. Keep going, but we'll say you're having this conversation as you're walking to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. apartment. Yeah, so we'll... we'll... So there's a very nice bath, though, so we can all have a bath. Good. Or three. Good. <laughs> we'll prep uh, in the morning, head down when we can. Just... I need to stock up on daggers. I threw a few too many. Sure. Okay. Well, this this chap pointing at the falcon needs at least a monocle. 
<laughs> I still reckon the night patch would look very dashing. You guys um, carry on heading to Hamid's. He lives in a um, um, relatively upmarket part of the city. Uh, you get there, there is um, a locked gate and what looks like a, a sort of central courtyard. Um, presumably you head straight in, Hamid. Yeah, just head straight sure. in. Open the gate, you head up the stairs and you head into um, what looks like a, a pretty upmarket, actually, bachelor pad. Yeah. It's a. It's not... How many people do you share with then? Do we need to be worried about them? No, it's it's just me. Oh, okay. Bit pokey, really, isn't it? Bit small, I suppose, for you though. In fact, describe your apartment for us. Um, so it's very nice. It's not opulent. There's nothing flashy about yeah. it. It's just you know, it's got everything it needs. There's a couple of there's a sofa, there's a couple of very nice chairs, there's a table, there's a little kitchen area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the carpet is is pristine and very welcoming to one's feet. The the curtains are heavy and you can keep it dark. There's you know you can control the lighting level. You know it's 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 just it a seduction pad. It basically, <laughs> yeah. Not showy, but all the mod cons kind of. Yeah. So it's it's it. You know, there's no flash. There's no there's no pomp or ceremony to it all. But it's <laughs> it's everything is very welcoming and comfy and and presumably very clean and orderly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so when he says oh, I own himself, I'd lean over and go. Son of a banker. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to leave. I'm going to end. I'm going to end on son oh, of a banker. Son of a banker. You guys are hunkering down for the night. Yep. And then uh, Perception check to find the drinks cabinet. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I'm going to say that with pomp and circumstance and taking 20, you managed to find it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm going to drink you and gain your cabinet. I'll pour you a brandy. <laughs> Hello, I'll call my own friend. Nah, nah, nah. I see myself inside you. Uh, sorry, come. Okay, so I, I offer Zolf the first bath. Oh, <laughs> very kind of you. Much right, appreciated. We'll close on that then. Oh, yeah. So, um, thanks for listening, as ever. Um, be sure to leave reviews if you like what we're doing, and we hope that you join us again next week. So, uh, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 I can't, I can't help waving, even though I know. Yeah, I do too. Wave. We're waving. We're waving. Wave. wave. Just, wave. Appreciate our futile waves. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, I do like to be an awkward rogue. Do I know this person? It's your reflection. Me! (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, we're handsome. (laughs) Okay, so. She'll come here often, beautiful. (laughs) Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. 